Welcome to Grease Chats. In today's episode, I am sitting down with the hilarious Angelo Tsarukas. Angelo is a professional comedian. Angelo is a Greek-Canadian currently living in Los Angeles. You may have heard or seen Angelo in one of his several comedy specials. To name a couple, there's It's All Greek to Me and Bigger is Better. Angelo has a wide selection across most platforms such as Netflix, Amazon Prime, and YouTube. What you may not have known is that Angelo is also an actor and has appeared in several films, including Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, Robert De Niro's The Score, and he's also appeared in the award-winning series Mad Men. Being a part of the Greek diaspora, Angelo has a true love for Greece and loves going back as much as possible. Join us for a ridiculously fun conversation with lots of laughs and, of course, insight on what it's like to be a professional comedian. I also pick Angelo's brain as to where to find the best Greek food around the planet, as being a comedian will take you just about anywhere. You will also hear a story about a time where he shut down an entire Greek village for a night. All that being said, let's jump right into it. What's up, Angelo? How are we hey, doing? Tony, what's going on, brother? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. How's everything? How's uh, life on the West Coast? Um, it's good. Uh, as long as you obey the rules, you're fine. They, you know, believe it or not today, they just opened the restaurants 25%. Simara. So today is 15 of March. It's exactly one year that they shut down for COVID one year. And, uh, here, uh, these Malakas here in California just opened up 25% in the restaurants, 10% for the gyms, not that I, that I would know because I don't go to a gym. <laughs> but I'm happy. So they're slowly opening it up. So I think by 2027, we should be 100%. All right. So we got to be patient. I guess so. But, but it's it, it's good, though. It, the, the, the truth is it's good. They're slowly opening. opening oh, before before this increase, what was it at? Just closed? It was zero. There was no, zero. They, they just opened the patios three weeks ago. And our governor, Mussolini... The governor, I call him Mussolini because the Greeks kicked Mussolini's golo in World War II. And this guy, now they're going to recall the governors. I'm not making this political, Tony, but look at New York. Look at uh, California. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Cuomo there, uh, 15 women have come out. I didn't do nothing. Okay. I went to a buffet. Then I forgot tipota. Bullshit. <laughs> And Mussolini, this guy needs a mirror. Right? So, yeah. so whatever. I mean, as a comedian, my job is to make fun of these things. So right. no, for sure. now, he said, stay inside. Mi pasexo, mi dros. And then he went to the French Laundry in Napa Valley. Uh, escargot, fogroix, pura, nouveau boujoulet with, uh, with the health experts. And told the rest of us. What to do? I think that's what bothers people. That's what bothers Greeks, Tony. Yeah. Is that he less psemata, right? If you, that's why Greeks revolt in Greece because they don't buy the bullshit. They don't sure. buy it, and that's why I admire the Greeks. Something goes wrong, revolution. Yes, Sorry, man. I haven't spoken to anybody in a long time. So <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all right. So, so speaking of see, speaking of making fun of and being a comedian. Um, Right off the bat, I mean, how did this all start? What inspires you to become a comedian? Listen, uh, Tony, if you were born in a Greek family in the diaspora, okay, and um, 
whether it's Johannesburg, South Africa, whether it's Munich, Germany, whether it's London, England, whether it's Melbourne, Australia, whether it's Boston, Massachusetts, or Montreal, Canada, all places I've been to many times. If you were born into a Greek family, you have the potential to be a comedian because we're fucking crazy people. I didn't say we're bad people, but we're fucking crazy people. And that's basically my dad, like many immigrant stories. My dad had a restaurant and a catering business. I used to work at it, but for some reason growing up, a friend of mine's brother had an album and the album was called Lenny Bruce, a famous original American Jewish comedian. And I heard it at his brother's house. I was about seven or eight years old and I was mesmerized. So then later on, I was picking up stuff and I'm going back now. So growing up as a, as a, as a child, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, listening to Red Fox, listening to Bill Cosby, listening to Jackie Mason, uh, you know, Buddy Hackett, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, all these old vaudeville Catskill comics. And I loved it. I thought it was so empowering. So, you know, believe it with the Greek family, the Greek thing came after because I was doing mainstream. And then in high school, what happened? My friend said, and you're always, uh, you're always, you know, you're always making jokes, you know, and they had a variety show. Why don't you do a variety show? And West said, I said, yeah, why well, I should do it. So I did it. And then I thought to myself, I did it once and I was empowered. And, and I made jokes about being in school. Then later, the Greek shows came much later. This The Greek shows didn't happen, Tony, till 2000. Hmm. So that became more infamous for me because the, the original CD, It's All Greek to Me, went all around the world, okay? So what happened? Mike Kubati have a band in Ottawa, Canada, where I grew up called Poseidon, Poseidon. They're really good, actually. You should check them out. They still, they still tour. Christo, Nico, Adonis, uh, I think it's uh, Peter, and the drummer's like a mute, Demilayaftos, but he's really good. So we went to Calgary, Alberta, Canada during a Greek festival, Panigiri, and they had an indoor show to do. So I just showed up. I'm recently divorced, broke. I used to be a travel agent, so I, have, I sell my travel agent discount. I flew WestJet Airlines from Toronto to Calgary for $19. Greek style. Yeah, Greek style. I didn't have money. I went there, but I was doing comedy. I got back. I was doing comedy again. I had a business. I was married to a Greek woman. I had a business. I owned a travel agency. Uh, I was a travel administrator. I had a bowling alley. I had a tanning, sun tanning salons. I had a diner. Typical Greek in business. And it was going good. But then the marriage collapsed and so did the fortune. So in one year, I lost... My marriage, my business, and my father dies. 1998. Goodbye, Jack, right? Anyway, coming back to Calgary, I was just trying to speed up the story on you. Yeah. So I get there, and Tony Adoni, the bazooki player, blows a fuse in the amp. So they can't do the show right away. So what they said to me, they said, uh, we got to wait 30 minutes. So my Cubaro, who's my Cubaro now, Nico Pandieras, goes, Ange, what are you? Him and Cristo said, for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you'll do some comedy until the um, we get the, the fuse for uh, for Dallaras Jr. there, Tony, who I love Tony, by the way. 
You know, when you hear me making fun of people, it's because I love them. So what happens, sure. Tony? I go up and never because you understand there's 500 Greek Canadians in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and they have a beautiful community there. And even my ex-girlfriend is from there, from Calgary. So, uh, and I got up there and started, I said, what am I going to talk about? I started talking about us, Greeks, family. This is 21 years ago. It was always in my brain. I said, why do we do this? Why do we do that? Like from my mouth, it was, I never rehearsed it. I just looked at them. And when I looked at them, they all reminded me. That's the thing about being Greek. Whether you're in, like I said, all those cities I mentioned, doesn't matter. Because when you get around Greeks, it doesn't matter where you're from in the world. When you're with Greeks, it's all the same. The families, Tony, are the same. Yeah. So I looked at them going, what's different about them than from the way I grew up? Nothing. So what did I do? <clears throat> I decided to just go on about the church, about my dad, about my mom, about my yaya, about the fayita. I did 25 minutes off the top of my head. Standing ovation. I blew the doors off the thing. Even Poseidon couldn't follow me that day. But it was something discoverable for me. And I didn't realize that because for years, you wouldn't have an audience to talk to. And then all of a sudden, this happened. It was like a catalathos. I'm sure it maybe eventually would have. Like I would mention my name or that I'm Greek, but that's as far as it went. Because I never thought that a mainstream audience would be able to identify with being Greek. But then I realized as an orator and of Greek descent and being proud of Greek, then I decided, well, fuck this. The world's going to know. That's why I never changed my name. Leave it as Tsarukas, Tsar Touch Ass, call me whatever you want. And that, and then from that one album, that it was inspired by that one show in Calgary. I went to Montreal and did It's All Greek to Me. We did audio, and that went around the world. People downloaded it, whatever. And that's the thing that wherever I went, people to this day still mention it. That's 21 years ago. Wow. That's the story. And then I do mainstream shows. I had a Showtime special in America, 14 million people. BBC in England, World Stands Up. Uh, Comedy Now in Toronto. I've done about five or six specials, a lot of television work, film, Mad Men, Cinderella Man, um, Prince and Me. You know, I did all that stuff, but I, I'm sounding like a narcissist. Anyway. No, it's all good. It's all good. Me. So I'm just trying to give you what I, I condensed yeah. my life for you in about seven minutes. All right. Fair, fair. I'll dive into a few of these parts in a second, but I want sure. to know uh, who have been big inspirations in the comedy world? Well... <clears throat> You know, it's funny because the thing that attracted me to the thing that attracted me the most to comedy was the empowerment of making people laugh. And you know, it's easy when you're single, you make girls laugh. It's uh, they come to you. It's, it's, it's amazing. They're like, it's a, a all women like to laugh because I like women. And you know, and but if I like men, then I guess I can make all men laugh, whatever. It's funny because guys can make it with guys anyway, it doesn't matter. But the truth of the matter is, is that. I really like Rodney Dangerfield and I like Hadi Klin, a Greek comic who did the, that, I think Hadi Klin was a genius. My dad would have it on eight track cassette and we would drive from Ottawa to Daytona beach for those Greek family vacations. In Virginia and North Carolina, going down to Florida. 
which to me was funny. But we used to listen to Hadi Klin, and I never got to meet him, and I would have liked him. So I, because I love the Jewish American comedy. I love Sam Kinison. I love Richard Pryor. I think Dave Chappelle is a fucking brilliant. Eddie Murphy, Russell Peters, who's my best friend, because he's an Indiano. And he's probably the biggest comic in the world. And he's also my Cubato. And I still tour with Russell. And, you know, Amazing. all those things, you know, hey, bitch, bastard. This, I, mean, yeah. I just found it. So, yeah, do is it a job? No. Spray, like, spam. So, um, I think what it is, is that, but I really, Growing up, Tony, the hottie Clint to me, like he used to watch Salty and Vegas and those guys. Yeah. They were funny movie guys, and I really thought they're funny because stand-up comedy now has just moved into Greece now, right? It's been the last five years. I did a special there. I toured there with Yorgos Pablo and Labros Fis Fis, who are great comedians. You should have them on your show, actually. I love those guys. I'm trying to find a way to get them to North America. Problem is with the Greek comics, they talk too fast in Greek, and I told them. I said, yeah, the problem yeah. is when you come here, it's not that you're not funny, but you talk too fast. It's like watching Greek news. What the fuck yeah. does the guy say? Because I try to explain to them in Greece, we don't speak Greek all the time here. Like we do, so when I was at my uh, at my house with my mom and my Thea and Christina, we can speak Greek, but they speak Greek. They speak Greek the way we speak English. So I told them, it's not that you can't come here. There's a, a group of people that will understand you, but the majority because they talk so fast. And I, I don't mean it as a bad thing. You will lose the audience because even when I toured with them, they're funny. The audience is laughing. I'm getting every third word. And I can speak right. conversational Greek like you. You know, right. we're not special need Greeks. We're just right, right, right. Just enough to have a conversation. Right. Yeah, we have a conversation. Plus, he says that, Kalai says that. But when you when you get into the thick of words, you lose it. So, yeah. but those guys are funny as shit. The women are funny. Katarina Vrana. I we did a show in Melbourne, Australia, with George Capaneris, who's a Greek Aussie. Uh, George Zacharopoulos, who's Greek from England, Katarina Vrana, who's Greek from Thessaloniki, lived in England, and this guy, Khan Kilias. Because in, in, uh, in Australia, Costadinos, in America, we call him Gus, yeah. and there they call him Khan. Right, so right, right. Khan Kilias. I said, Man. Gus Stomach, I used to call him. He fucking <laughs> and we did a show there, all the Greeks for the Atrophy, Feed the Children of Greece. Because sure. that's what we do as Greeks. We got to do these things. Definitely. And, uh, it was great. So there's a lot of influences. And if you're funny to me, you're funny. Like, you know, it, it doesn't like, I mean, now the guys that are making me laugh are the guys that can go Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, you know, uh, Tom Segura. <clears throat> these are even Zach Galifianakis, man. I watched yeah. those between two ferns. That guy makes me fucking because he's. He was always an alternative comic. I'd met Zach years ago at the Just for Laughs Festival in Montreal. I don't think he remembers. And he's become a big star. I mean, those movies are funny. But if you get a chance to watch Between Two Ferns, you'll laugh because he's out of his mind. Yeah. And he has these, he has these major, he has these major movie stars, and he's asking them the stupidest questions. But I respect Zach Galifianakis because he never changed his fucking name. 
And he said, yeah. no. He said on in an interview, uh, his uh, I think his uncle was a congressman in North Carolina. And he grew up, he was always baptized Greek Orthodox. He's more Americanized, but I, I give full points to Zakalifanakis because he never changed his name and he never denounces the fact that he's Greek, unlike sure. some other Hollywood people yeah. who are only Greek when it suits them. You know mm -hmm. who you are. I probably you know, know who you're who talking you about. Are. <laughs> you know who you are. So, um, yeah, I'm Greek because, you know, yeah, cool yeah. Be, I'm cool to yeah. be Greek now because all of a sudden it's cool to it's be Greek. It's Independence Day. Yeah, it's Independence so Day. Yeah. Isn't it funny that when, th when people get attention and that, see, Tony, that as a comedian, that's my job to call people on their bullshit. Yeah. That's why comedians are self-deprecating. We make fun of ourselves first. Mm -hmm. And I would never in a mean-spirited way, attack somebody unless Correct. they deserve it. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's not, because Greeks, we have philotimo. And if you notice in my act, even I make fun of Greeks and stuff, I never say we're stupid, dumb, or lazy, because we're not. Sure. But on my YouTube channel, which got one and a half million views in the last week, there's some people that get offended because they don't get the sarcasm. I think that was oh, usual, all me catching up on all your jokes. <laughs> the one I do about renting a car in Greece yeah. at a million views and everybody, the people who go to Greece and it's not just Greeks, it's everybody that's gone to Greece gets it because it's true. And then they're calling me Chris Farley, Skaseta Malaka, you know what you're talking about? I'm like, no, 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 hold on. I said, this is my experience because coming from America or Canada, you call budget rent a car, Keki. You talk to the guy, Kiria Michali, behind the desk. It's done. Yeah, There's no formalities. Like the Greeks, it gets done. They, yeah. they may not be formal. That's why I love Greece. That's why I love Greeks. That's why I want to go to Greece every year, Tony. Because I don't want, I can't take it here anymore. Everybody's upset. Democrats, Republicans, liberals, conservatives, Aspros, Mavros, uh, gays, LGBTQ, all those things the Greeks did them already. And the guy was telling me, you make jokes about being gay. Go, we, we didn't invent it. We made it fashionable. And all these things that you guys think, Cobines and this and that, where do you think it came from, Malaka? From yeah. us. Everybody's tried to invade Greece, Tony. The Balkans, the Italy, the Germans, even the friggin' Turcos, the Ottomans. Somehow, the communists, we always survive, man. We always fucking survive. You do. You're and right. That's, Spot on. Right, Tony? That's who we are. It is. I should, yeah. I should no run matter. for president or something. That's for Greece. Hey, you, got, you got my vote. Am I right, Tony? Because think about 100%, it. 100%. No, you, you push us nice against the wall, we survive. We survive, we survive no matter what. They shut the country down for a year, they survive. Yes. And where do we learn it from, Tony? From our parents, man, the resilience. Mm -hmm. They got on boats. My dad got on a boat after a civil war in Greece, 1949, 15 years old, went to Halifax, Nova Scotia with his older sister. Then they got on a train and they went to Montreal, to uh, uh, a one-day train, two-day train ride. From the Choreo in Greece and Sparty from Daphne, didn't know a word of English. And they had a Theo that owned a car wash in uh, Montreal. And him and his sister both worked in the fucking car wash. No complaints. Right. 
And I mean, and then people say to me, what is it? Why the Greeks everywhere? We had no choice but to go everywhere. So now I think it's come to the time for me, I think as a comedian, and there's a lot of other comedians out there. There's a few of them. Yanni Pappas, Ellen Karras, Basil, um, Jim Delacus. There's not many of us. Uh, George Capaneras, the guy's Nick Janopoulos. There's other people. Lazos Lazopoulos, who I love. I met him. He was in my documentary. What with the Greeks? I think the Greeks, now we're learning to laugh a bit about ourselves. Yeah. We take, well, let me tell you something. We take ourselves, Tony, way too fucking serious. You ever go to a Greek event on Feristiso do Broidero, to Laconicon Silogo, we are so fucking serious. Those banquets and meetings and after church things, you fall asleep at them. I know because I've done enough of them. And I'm like, oh, you know, oh, man. Sorry, Tony, spot I don't let you talk here. <laughs> spot. Spot, spot on. I want to. I want to go back to uh, something you mentioned earlier because uh, you mentioned one of my uh, favorites of all time, and I think he's one of your big inspirations. I mean, you clearly said so, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yes. Uh, so a story about Rodney. A friend and I used to every day meet. Well, we worked together, so he'd come by the shop, and he'd bring out a printout of all his one-liners, and we would practice them with wow. his voice. We, we practice with this voice and we just go back and forth. Uh, and a few obviously stand out. It's been a while since I've done them and it's been a while since I've listened to them. But man, what a legend with those one liners. What my, wife an absolute said, my wife said, take out the garbage. I said, you cooked it. You take it out. <laughs> Love my, I think my the one that stands out, I'm just going to just share one. It's probably a, a little messed up. One of his lines was the one where uh, hey, I tell you, my wife, she's not doing too well. She's attached to a machine that keeps her alive. The refrigerator. <laughs> oh, man. That joke will live on forever for me. Forever. Well, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. My wife my wife and I bought a new uh, waterbed. As I like to refer to it as the Dead Sea. <laughs> the Dead Sea. Yeah, yeah. My, oh, doctors, my teeth are turning yellow. What should I do? He goes, wear a brown necktie. I told my doctor, um, I need give me a second opinion here. He said, All right, you're ugly too. Ugly too. I got in a cab. Uh, I said to the cab driver, take me to a place for some action. He took me back to my house. I said, Who told you you could screw my wife? He said, Everybody. Fucking oh, what a legend. Man. Yeah. What a legend, man. Rodney Dangerfield also the best. Yeah, he was definitely. Uh so aside from comedian, yeah. you've also been in films. Yeah. Zodes, porn. Uh, I right. needed the rent money. It's called <laughs> It's called. Uh, they took them out because uh, guys were getting mad at me. I didn't do porn. That would be an alter. I often wonder, would I do a porn? I think guys, if the chicks are really hot, yeah, they would do it. I think it's, you know, some guys are embarrassed. I, I don't think I'd be that guy. Um, but uh, lots of films. Uh, Ones that you would know, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah. Uh, John Q with Denzel Washington, Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe, uh, uh, The Recruit with Al Pacino and Colin Farrell, The Score with Robert De Niro, Marlon Brando, uh, Avenging Angelo with Sylvester Stallone, Billy Gardell from Mike and Molly and Bobby's, a good, we're good friends. Um, 
there's tons of, I can't remember them all. I did, I did a lot of the films, television. I was on Mad Men, which is considered one of the best. I was in season two, episode six, which is considered one of the best television shows ever made. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a big, uh, big uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, just recently, uh, a year and a half ago, Pizikovic, I'm in a new film called His Master's Voice. Okay. And I play a Michael Moore character. It was shot up in Canada. And I basically play a guy who's a conspiracist, but takes the money. It's a Hungarian scientist. Uh, think of uh, what's it called? Um, spontaneous combustion where people blow up. Yep. And they think his dad was a Hungarian scientist in America. And they still think he's alive. And I think if you watch the film, and I play this guy who's kind of a shyster, kind of a uh, Michael Moore. Okay. Yeah. Got guy it. with the capello and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. uh, it was good. But was getting into film something you always wanted to do or was it something that came on along the way of being in the spotlight? I think I always wanted to be stand-up comic, but I always studied drama in high school. I was at the Ottawa Little Theater. I took classes, uh, acting classes in London and the UK and Toronto and in uh, Los Angeles. So I studied for voice and acting. I did Commedia dell'arte. I did Guys and Dolls. And then I started, and then I got this uh, part in a film. It was an independent film called uh, Two's a Mob. It was a spoof of mob films. And then in Montreal, I got on a series called uh, The Mystery Files of Shelby Wu on Nickelodeon uh, with Pat Morita. And that was a big, and I, you know, I basically went in for one day and ended up working 12 episodes. So it just kind of happened. It was a good progression. Um, so yeah, I've been fortunate that way. And and now things have changed. So there's a whole bunch of, um, I did this one film and I can show you the copy of it. I did this film. It's called uh, Fred and Vinny. Can you, I don't know if you can see it or not. Yeah. Come a little closer maybe because of the, there you go right there. Fred Perfect. and Vinny with Fred yep. Stoller. And I was a lead in this film with Freddie. And this one, uh, it was a Sundance Chicago Film Festival. It's, I play Vinny. So I'm a lead, it was my first real lead role in a film. And uh, it was fantastic. And um, then went to Sundance and went Chicago, Beverly Hills, Montreal, Austin, Texas, all these film festivals. It won London uh, Film Festival Award. I got awesome. stuff with that, you know. So it come, the, those roles come and go, commercial. I mean, <clears throat> stand-up is the primary breadbasket, but there was a time when I was doing more film and TV. So you work with all these guys, and I, and I think the more you work in that type of uh, realm, the better you get at it. And there's, we're supposed to do a film in Greece, two series. One is called Astoria with Theo Pagonis, who's a friend of mine. He's written a series that they're trying to make. It's about an original Greek crime family in uh, Astoria, New York. Yeah, That's why they're calling it Astoria, of course. And then another one is called Red Door Lemon Tree. And it's uh, like a love story kind of thing as in Kriti. So there's a couple of things that there, but I think what happened, COVID hit mm -hmm. and yeah, right? I put had, a lot of things on hold. I have another thing. If you look at it, it's called uh, Watching the Detectives with George Strombolopoulos, who's one, he's a dear friend of mine and one of the best interviewers in the world. He had Strombolopoulos. You may have known him from Toronto. Now he's on Apple Radio, Apple okay. World Radio. He's one of the best interviewers and DJs in the fucking world. Is um, his dad's Egyptian Greek and his mom's, uh, you know, um, from Ukraine. And George interviewed everybody. So George had a series 
where he plays a kid punk on TV and we're detectives and I'm now a, a Greek Orthodox priest. But then we get back. I run a casino in the basement of the church and uh, smoking Pura. But when you find out, Tony, the money they get, although you think it's a Kobina, they help street kids. So they're kind of rogue rough. They're rappers and stuff. And what sold the show at CBC Canada was me as a priest. There's pictures online if you want to find them. And they dressed me up sort of like an archbishop. Uh, so people were like, um, they were worried, you know. And I said, look, I got a call from a few friends. I got a lot of friends who are priests. I'm very proud, uh, you know, I'm very proud, uh, you know, uh, Orthodox uh, Christian. So, you know, I never, and I said, I, talk, I got a lot of friends when you're priests, so they do a lot of those shows at the fundraisers. Yeah. I even did one in Boston at the seminary once we did it. So we do okay. it. I said, look, it's an acting role. Yeah, he's a bit rough, but you find out that the, his heart's in the right place, that they're helping people. So they, th- there was a lot of traction. That we shot the pilot for, where I play Father Petros. Evangel- I play, what they did, my dad's name was Petros, so they named me Father Evangelos Petros. Okay, got it. Yeah, and I look at George and I go, George, don't worry, God has a plan. <laughs> he goes, Oh no, because so I kind of father Petros is gangster too, man. He carries yeah. a freaking block and this and that, but he takes care of the church and he takes care of the community. So I loved it. I thought this is a dope role, right? I get to play a Greek priest who's a man of the real man of the cloth, but kicks ass at the same time. And I thought that was amazing. really cool. Yeah, so that's amazing. That, that got green lit, Tony. But what happened is we, uh, uh, COVID. Yeah. You know, COVID happened, and uh, that that that's where a lot of projects were left off. So they've started again, Tony. But I really want to do that series as the Greek priest because they said sure. that's what sold yeah. the show. But I, I I assured I had a few phone calls with people in Canada and the U.S. because they know me. The Themis right? I said, never. <laughs> but I said, you got to understand, I'm also an actor. If I don't do it, somebody else is going to do the role. Yeah, for sure. But most people understand it's just acting. But I really, uh, I was very, um, I was very happy to do it. That, that's something I really want to do. I still think it's a good, even if those guys don't want to do it, I think I got to turn this into some PI thing. You know, but, it's no, a, but the problem is it's a fine line. So you got to be very yeah. careful how you do that. You don't want to make a mockery of our our church. Correct. But at the same time, I think it's a cool character that people would appeal to. Correct. Not for sure. Definitely. What do you think? I don't know. Is it? What do you think? I mean, I think so. Um, I hold on one sec. I got this sun hitting me right in the face. Look at this. See that? <laughs> let me let me just go drop this blind yeah, real quick. I think you got sun and so Bostoni. I can see there's a little thing there where you can see the sun's coming in now. Ah, it's gone now. Now I can see your chair. Bravo. Yeah, it's that time of the day where the sun's dripping uh, right yeah, by my, right now, this window. For you, for you now, it's what? A quarter to six? 20 to six? Yeah, yeah quarter to six. So what I wanted to ask you is since you're in films, do you get stopped in the street because of it? Like, or for yeah, specific roles or for all of them? It depends. Right. And I'll tell you what I mean. Uh, when Fred and, uh, not Fred and Vinny, when, when Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, 
came out around the same time as The Prince and Me with Julia Stiles, which is, they're both very popular films. Uh, Harold and Kumar is still popular with the stoner culture. And as it opened up, you know, as that opened up, it, they still, I keep getting checks, which means they, they keep playing it, the original. And The Prince and Me is about a princess story. She's a, a, a doctor from Wisconsin going to school. And then he's the prince of Denmark. It's, a, you know, a woman meets a man, she becomes a princess. So women, little girls, tweens love it. So I can be at the shopping mall and I'll get the stoner kids going, hey, you're the guy that freaks out and and, um, and Harold and Kumar. And then I'll walk down about five stories and little girls recognize me as Stu. And my wife was with me, she goes, oh, we, um, the woman comes up, it's her mom. She goes, look, we don't want to bother you, but are you, yeah. are you Stu from, yes. Oh, because you know, those kids have watched that film 20, 30 times. So they hear right. you, they know who you are. Yeah. So my wife says to me, so you got the Masturides over here. Yeah, 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 Kumar, yeah. And then you got the tweens who take pictures with you because they saw you in The Prince of Me. So it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah. So the, the, the scene in Harold and Kumar is uh, the guy in the car honking, right? Yes, the Italian guy. Move, you <laughs> asshole! And we did that in... Uh, and it was like, I, I say things you shouldn't say. I said things you shouldn't have said 15 years ago in that film. Yeah. And they still play the goes, No, we can't use that. And then when the film came out, Tony, guess what they used? They used what I said. Those were ad-libbed lines. So was that, which Harold and Kumar was that? Was that the first or the second? First one. The first okay. one. So okay. remember, they go, they're, they're going to, in New Jersey, they're going, uh, they're going to go to find a White Castle. They get to the toll booth, they're high. They put yeah. the 35 cents in the toll booth and it doesn't register. Right. And he goes, let's just go, man. He goes, no, no, remember John? No, 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 I don't want to break any rules. And they've smoked in eight joints. They don't want to smoke. So they well, where are we? So they're talking. And I'm in the back going, honking my horn. Move! Or just, it's that typical yeah. Italian, Greek, New Jersey. Yeah, uh, for sure. Tahoe, Move, you fucking asshole! <laughs> you know, it's like when, that's <laughs> When the sequel originally came out at the, at the, at the movie cinemas, uh, we went to see it and we were at either a baptism or a wedding that day. And me and my friends wanted to go see it afterwards. We went, they went home and changed. I didn't have time to go change. So I'm still wearing a suit. We walked, right. we're watching Held and Kumar. I think it was a sequel. And halfway through the movie or 10 minutes in, you hear this kid like three rows behind me go, this guy in front of me is wearing a fucking suit to the movies. That's hilarious. <laughs> Who is this fancy guy? <laughs> And you're like, back off, asshole. I was at a baptism. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Really quickly, back to the comedy stuff. You got a special on Amazon Prime, don't you? Yeah, I had. Okay, so I have. I had this. The special was. Um, I had one that was on Showtime. Okay. And that was. And then it came. I had another one that came out on Amazon Prime in relation to that one. Bigger is better. And I did on Netflix, I did uh, Comics Without Borders. Yeah. So I did a feature that was with Russell Peters, and that was on Netflix, mm -hmm. Comics Without Borders. So Amazon Prime, Netflix, Showtime, and I, <clears throat> and I want to say uh, Comedy Blend on uh, Comedy Central. That okay. was a smaller one. They did like eight minutes. So yeah, I've been on a lot of the specials, and they vary. And now... We shot a new one called the Evil Eye Tour with my friend who's um, a macarona. He's uh, Frank Spadone, Italian. 
And I like saying Macarona. In Boston, you have a lot of them. And we did something <laughs> called the Evil Eye. The, they have the Malocchio. We have the Amati. Okay. So we call it the Evil Eye Tour. And it's me and Frank. And we um, we did it. It was great. He's brilliant. He's really funny. And our audiences mix because Greek Italians, you can talk about the same stuff and they seem to they yeah. get it. Um, so we're trying to sell that now. It's That's been filmed. So that's our okay. latest one. But none of that's released yet. Not yet, okay. because it's not, so I have the one the, I, I did. So I'll give you the chronology. I did It's All Greek to Me, which is the original comedy CD and DVD. Then I did, uh, uh, I did that before I did my comedy now, which was shot in Toronto, uh, 2005. Then I did World Stands Up BBC in London, the British Broadcasting Company, with Paramount Channel. So I did a special in England, and then shortly after that, I came, uh, when I came to LA at the El Rey theater, I did bigger is better. Got it. And that's the one I did for Showtime. I got 14 million views. And then the extension of that one went uh, after that. I did uh, comics without borders on Netflix. And then after that, Tony, I did on the Amazon prime, they blended from those two. And then I did another one called uh, still hungry which I filmed it was a DVD I filmed in, um, I did Still Hungry, which I filmed in um, Montreal. And then I did A Night in Athens, which I went to Greece and filmed the uh, uh, a live HD special in Athens at the Kakoyanis Theater. And at the same time, we did a, a documentary called Back to Sparta. Because my dad always said, Gosmo. You, you traveled all around the world, but you never went to Greece. And he was right. And I was nervous. So I went to Greece after my dad passed away and, and did this special. So that's waiting now. I think it's going to come out on streaming platforms, uh, Back to Sparta and A Night in Athens. And, uh, and after that one, I did another one, uh, Appetite for Discussion, which I did three years ago. Fucking COVID. I got no brain. I did that one. I filmed that one in LA, Appetite for Discussion. That was that one. And now I'm bringing up the speed chrono chronologically. And the last one, so I keep writing material. The last one is the one we did now, Evil Eye Comedy Tour. And that's more, we're talking more about being married, being Greek, being Italian, fuck all that kind of shit. Yeah. Which, okay. I one of the, which I think is one of the best ones that we've done. Uh, okay. And I also love the one I did in Greece. So okay. there's a lot. If you go in... Amazon, or if you go to YouTube channel, you see clips, or even at funnygreek.com, which is my website. Don't you when you get a call and it says unknown name? Watch, I'll do so right now. No, no, speak English. No, no, bye. Okay, good. I did that one. Right in the middle of our interview, I answered. I love it. That's and part that's great content. What? Who? Bye. Fuck you, bitch. Bye. Doesn't matter. So, um, I think you mentioned I, I think YouTube too, right? We can see uh, people can yeah, see YouTube, all a bunch of stuff on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Angela to slash. See that we did it slash. Second <laughs> yeah. up, sir. YouTube.com slash Angela to That's a lot of video clips are up there if you want to see them. And my name, Angela Tsarukas, on Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook. Facebook's full, but you go to Angela Tsarukas comedian page. Yeah. And I put stuff there too uh, that I, that okay. I post on that 
So um, and then, what, and then YouTube, Amazon, Teddy, yeah. Netflix, all the ideas. Anywhere you can watch videos, we can find you. Yes, pretty much. And there's okay. more stuff. We're putting out more stuff now. There's more stuff coming, so we're we're yeah. waiting. Uh, so, yeah. which one of your jokes do you believe has been received the best? <clears throat> you know, to, to, in, in recent memory, the one I do about Greek mother's guilt. About my going to pick up my mom at the airport and uh, I said busy that be Razi that prepatiso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they that translate to every language. I think doing the mom because my mom goes iti less etsia mena. Then you may etsia go no isi hirotera. You're worse than that. But my mom, my mom, my mom has a great sense of humor because my mom's from Mitilini. She's from Lesbos. She's a nisiotisa. And then the shortes are more bubbly, more gregarious, more fun. My dad's from Sparti, okay? Serious fucking people. Like, if we don't understand something, we kill it. Right. That's Sparti. When they yeah. say, this is Sparta, it's the <laughs> truth. So my dad's very, my dad was funny, but didn't know he was funny. That was my dad. My mom's more theatrical warm welcoming you know i think i got i got that from mom and i got that from dad that's so, and, you know good good i don't want to no, cut you off hey, spartiates don't mix with nisiotes actually they don't mix with the next choreo over <laughs> they don't mix with so, anybody so where do you call home in greece sparti and where else well sparti and uh, mitilini mitilini okay and let me tell you they're both awesome places because mm -hmm. I, I, my theater lived there, like well, last time I went to Greece, I took my family to Monavasia, South Greece, and the Castro. Yeah, they loved it. We went to Mavrovuni up in Ethio, which is close to where my dad's choreo of Daphne is. And I took my family, took my daughter. We did a reunion, Tony, 2019. Thank God. You, it you beat me to this. This is in my notes that I, I heard that know. you shut down, you shut down a village in Daphne. We shut it down. Okay, so uh. I was in Melbourne, Australia. Um, and the Jodio didn't know how to handle this. Is that what, what happened? This is hilarious. We're going to tell you. So, All right, perfect. I, I went to Melbourne, Australia, because I have a huge fan base in Australia. You know, there's most Greeks out of the world there. I have a huge fan base. I, last year, I had a tour of, uh, I had sold 30,000 tickets in Australia. And unfortunately, COVID, and we're going to go back. A lot of people from my dad's, not just Sparti for my dad's village of Daphne Laconia are in Melbourne. So they goes, the guy goes to me, uh, Oakley. So think of think of a suburb of Boston, okay, like Arlington or Quincy, yeah. but only Greeks. So I was the guy's the promise to Oakley. Oakley is a suburb of Melbourne. Now Melbourne has close to 700,000 plus Greeks just in Melbourne. All right. Yeah. I go, how many people are going to go? Sounded right. You know, now these are people that knew my family, knew my dad. Okay, Tony, from 1949, 50s. Yeah. These are people when my dad left Greece, I'd never seen again. This is where I got freaked out. So we go to this restaurant called Vanilla, that owned by the Greeks in Oakley. They got great restaurants there. If you ever go to Melbourne, Australia, one of the best Greek centers in the fucking world. It's an amazing place. And, and the Philotimo and the Philoxenia and the hospitality the Greeks have there is second to none, man. I, I wouldn't say better than Greece. We go to the restaurant. 
D15 people, 170 people showed up. 170 people. So I go, and they're all there. And the guy's telling me, I knew your papu. I knew your father. I got emotional. The guy goes, uh, December 5, 1949, we were at the Limani in Piria. Your father and I came up from the Choryo. I took a ship to Melbourne. Your dad took a ship to Canada. So one went to Australia, one went to Canada, and they never saw each other again. So imagine now I go there. So it's like, you saw, that's when I realized all those people, although they had a different accent, Tony, it's the same people. Yeah. If you went there, even though, even if you didn't know them, you saw them and you go, what's different if I go to Bosca in Boston, Bosca in Montreal, or Bosca in Melbourne, except for the dial, the, the, the accent, nothing. And when they talk Greek, you don't see it. So I thought, fuck, everybody's getting old now. People are dying. So I said, then when I went to Australia in 2016 and I said it, and then they brought a film crew, Greek, Greek television, but I kept my word. I kept my word. And I said, you know what? Let's do a world Daphne day on August 15th, 2019. Now the reason I picked it's Panayas, right? Yeah. Maria, Peter, that's you know, my mom's name day. I said, let me pick a day where every, we can all meet. And I said, for one day, we're going to meet. And Daphne Laconia Peliponisos Sparti Greece. One day. I did a salida. I did a page on Facebook three years earlier. And I took a picture of the church in the Choreo. And I put it on Facebook. Dream it. Believe it. And achieve it. Right? I dreamt it. I believed it. I fucking did it. So then I said, we're going to do this. So I, people were joining the page over three years. Because I put it three years in advance. And thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Good of on Facebook. Everybody's making, they say he took too much money. I like Mark Zuckerberg because uh, if it wasn't for him, I couldn't unite all the Greeks and everything. And I sent those idiots the story of a little village in Greece, thanks to Facebook. So time comes now, Tony. It's building up, building up. Now, you know, Greeks, Greeks don't commit. For some fucking reason, we have this issue of committing. Don't know why. So the guys were calling me. So we're going. And I told them, I'm going. I'm going. I'm bringing my mom. I'm bringing my daughter. I'm bringing my wife. So we went to Rodos. Well, I wanted to go. To, I didn't need family vacay, right? Before the crazy. I went to Rodos for a week. One of the most beautiful islands in the world. Love fucking yeah. Rodos and Rodites. My tia's from there, from Paradisi. I stayed at the Stekna. I got friends there. We loved it there. Rodos. Then we went to Athens, which I adore Athens. Uh, my uh, Thea lives in Drapezona, up in Piria. My mom was there. Then I got them. We drove down to Monavasia. We stayed in the castle, which was beautiful. And then we went up to uh, Mavrovuni, which is 15, 20 minutes from my dad's village. Now, these, these guys are calling me now. The proidro of the village. I go, We're getting a lot of phone calls. Now, you got to understand, they wouldn't believe it. The reason I had to tell you everything that goes to the story. Now, I can tell by Facebook and the people say they're going to be there. Okay, Tony, I figured I figured at least two to three hundred people would show up. Plus, I have a lot of fans in Greece. So a lot of and I said friends or from that area. 
So we had a lot of fans from Greece that wanted to come and see me there. I wasn't going to do a show. So I said, uh, I go, well, we'll, we'll get together. But then I decided, well, they're all coming and it's in my dad's village. I really did it. So my daughter could see where her papu's from. She's at Sarukas. And I wanted her to see, this is where your grandfather's from. This is where your great, 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 great grandparents are from. And she, my daughter's born in LA. Uh, I'm Greek. Her mother's Armenian, beautiful culture, beautiful people. And I'm starting to sound like Donald Trump, beautiful culture, beautiful people, huge. And I said, I, I really did it for my daughter, Tony. I wanted her to see, I, I mean, doing the reunion was one thing. I really, re it was very important for me to take my kid and show her where her roots are, the reasons. And I, I get so mad at people, Italians, Greeks, anybody they grew up in America or Canada, or and they've never been back to where their family's from. Dropitos. Mm -hmm. It's your job to carry that over. So I really did it for my daughter. And she goes, Daddy, I'm walking around the village. Everybody here has the same last name as me. Yeah, this is the origin. Right. Now, the Greeks, you see, I think they got overwhelmed in the village. Now, they were scared, and I know what it was. I said two, 300 people. These fuckers knew it was over 2,000 people. Now, halalitus, it made me happy. But I know how Greeks are. Unfortunately, we're Greek. We know how they think. So they're telling me, they're fishing me to see if I knew. They had to borrow. So August 15th, as you know, is Panigiri Central in Greece. For sure. There was nine Panigiri going on that night. Uh, Tony, and they told me I was crazy. And Daphne is a little village, 900 people between yeah. Trapezanti, Xerokabi, and uh, Croquias. It's a uh, 15 20 minutes south of Sparti. That's it. And they told me, dude, we got over 2,000 plus people. Shut the village down. They had to borrow chairs from all the other places. People were coming from all over the place. Thessaloniki. Germany, Australia, Canada, America, South Africa, England. They came from everywhere. And they have the footage there. But you know, Malakis, the guy told me, he never gave it to me. So I got up and did a show. It was 98 degrees at night. That's how hot it is in Daphne. Uh, I was dripping, man. 98 degrees at night, Tony. But it made me, the guy goes, we're so big, the village because they changed the roads and everything. It was slow. We jammed Daphne. It became, and we closed the village down. There was no parking. Over 2,000 people. Now, I'm a son of Daphne. My dad is from there. My great-grandfather, George Tsarukas, lived to 115 years old. I didn't know. Increase. Uh, uh. And it made me the guy go, and they brought they gave me a beautiful basket, which they didn't have to. La Elias, the kids that that's all I wanted. And, then, and I go, look, I know why they didn't tell me there's that many people coming. They thought I was gonna shake them down for cash. And I said, Look, yeah. look, Lafta comes and Lafta goes, Tony. Drop dropimu if I would even ask them for a fucking dollar. Right. I know my dad would be rolling around either in heaven or hell, because I don't know where he went, but one or the other. 
He'd be going deep spirits left out. I would never do that. Right, right. But you got to understand, you know, that I said, look, it makes me happy that the village got in the, got on the day for a minute. It's got 15 minutes. We had people from Athens, from Crete, from, uh, from Thessaloniki, from Drama, from fucking Sacramento, California, from Manchester, England, from Johannesburg, from Montreal, from Ottawa, from Boston, from New York, from Chicago. People came from everywhere. So this was, and Kathamerini newspaper did an article about it. And I know it's somewhere in Greece. Yeah, they did it. I know it's somewhere in Greece, uh, Tony, that they did it. But it, it made me happy for one night. I did a show for them. I, be, I made fun of the village. I made fun of the Fnotes. I made fun of the Greeks. They loved it. And I, I know it made me happy. But at the end of the day, honestly, my mother was there. My wife was there. But what really made me happy was my daughter was there. And she got, and I said, if your grandfather was here now, he'd be so happy. So yeah. I was happy to do it. I'm happy. And, and they were worried, Tony, because they go, but Malaka, there's nine panigiria going on in our vicinity. We mopped the floor with it. Because it was something different. They, they're tired of the dingy, dingy, ding, dingy, ding. They get tired of it, right? Yeah. But this was something different for them. So I really, now they're calling me. They want me to go back every year, of course. So you so probably care. You're probably curious, how how do I even know about this story, right? How did you know so, about the story? So one of my, um, on on my podcast, uh, my second episode was with Vula McLaughlin. Yes, my cousin hey, Vula, yes. Your cousin Vula. So She's hot. I, I spoke to her and I told her that I'm going to be, uh, I got you coming on in a few days and she, she shared that story, so. Oh. She's wonderful, you know. Yeah, she's that she's, girl. Uh, does the, the 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 I I did the first uh, fundraiser for her for the, the reaching uh, for the stars, reaching for the stars for the yeah. SOS SOS villages. That's the letter, right? Yeah, in Greece. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And that girl poured her, pours her heart out onto it, and uh, you know she's a fitness model. She's a mom, uh, a wife, hundred percent. Where she's at Sarukas, her mom is at Sarukas, and that's okay. where we're connected. And we were actually, she was there. She came with her family. We were together when we did it in Greece. Yeah. And Vula came and it was a great night, man. We, I mean, you know, it's, it, I've, I've traveled the whole world, Tony. I've worked with movie stars. I've met Kings and Queens and prime ministers and everything. I'm just saying that to me and that little village on August 15, 2019 at that state, that's going to stay in my heart forever because that was something to me. I know for some people that say, was it a big event? It was for me and it was for them. So yeah. I think the lasting impression, I'm just hoping that they got footage of this in Greece, but you know, fuck fucking Greeks procrastinate. Yeah. You know, I hate when they do that. I go, dude, people have been asking me, can you put some stuff online to show us what happened? Yeah. And then when they gave me the basket, Tony, all the kids in the Horia including my daughter all ran on stage with me. Yeah. So there's a picture of me on stage with all the little pizzeria taking a picture, you know, yeah, that, that was a great moment. It was a great moment. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So a couple other questions. So travel, you, this obviously takes you around the world. It takes you around the States, around yep. probably uh, Canada, Australia. My people that listen to this podcast, all Greeks, even Philippines, they love Greek food. Where have you found the best Greek food outside of Greece? Oh boy. Man, okay. 
That's a loaded question, buddy. Oh, I know. I know. Okay, here's the deal. If I'll pick centers because I've been lucky. Okay. The best Greek food outside of Greece. I'm going to tell you. Here's my list, okay? And not not in numeral, numerical order. Montreal. Melbourne. Australia. Montreal. New York. Um, hold on. Because... There's a there, there's certain foods you get in different places, right? Sure. But Montreal, Melbourne, New York, Boston has its places, man. There's a few place. There's a place in Boston. The guy Forty and Adi took me to, and they made the best spanakopita I ever fucking had anywhere. And what part Toronto of Boston? Has, see, the, the Greeks are gonna get mad at me now for this question because they say I lived in Toronto. Has got great places, but the ones that's Okay, I'll tell you the place that stick out for me. Let's um, do this. Let's do this. In Montreal, there's a place called Jardin de Panos. My friend Yanni's Panos owns it. Jardin de Panos is in the plateau in Montreal. Phenomenal Greek food. Phenomenal. Brachetteries and stuff. Um, then there's this honorable mentions, because you just have a good topic. Uh, Village Grec. Marathon. Arachova, Suvlaki, Tzatziki, Donor Kebabs. The Tzatziki in Montreal is, is epic. Um, <clears throat> if I had to pick a place in Toronto, let's do this. I would definitely, in Toronto, I have to tell you Mezes on Danforth in Greektown. I would tell you, uh, you know, uh, Greek Corner. Oh, he Greek Corner. It's at fucking O'Connor and Pape. Greek, you know, Greeks changing. It used, it used to be um, uh, fr not friendly Greek. It used to be the Mister Greek, and then they changed it. In Melbourne, it's uh, it was Kalimera Suvlaki, and they had this sauce from Greece. And then they have the because now the Greeks left Greece, they opened up these places. Uh, in Chicago, Greek Islands is phenomenal. In Las Vegas, Milos, that comes out of Montreal, Saro Taverna, at the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Epic. Okay. There's Avra and Beverly Hills. Now, Kokari is the place in San Francisco that Zagat rated it as the best Greek restaurant in America. And huh. it's phenomenal. It's okay. phenomenal. Um, in Boston, because I went to Legal Seafoods, I'm trying to remember the name of the place I went to. But they, it was the They seafood. brought you to a Greek place? A Greek place like a Pisaro Taverna. Hmm. I'm trying to remember. Now I'm trying to remember. Now New York, there's a place in Bayside, Queens, called Fontana. Okay. They do they do gyro, mm -hmm. and they do. That's right uh, next to the church by Saint Nick's, I believe. By Saint Nick's, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the boys are awesome there. That is one of the best fucking gyros you're ever gonna have. They shave okay. it the size of football with avgolemano soup. Mm. So. In terms of actual gyro donor and a soup, this is bold what I'm going to say because I just met, I fired off a ton of places now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago, Melbourne. But if you ask me, where do I have the best gyro sandwich donor with a soup? Hands down. And I'm going to get in shit for this now. I know I'm going to get in shit. Fontana on Northern Avenue, Bayside, Queens, New York. 
All right. Check it out. I've sent Billy Gardell went to New York. I sent them there from Mike and Molly. All these guys, they go, dude, this is fucking, I go, dude, because I like all Greek food. There's Avra, Greek islands. Uh, you know, there's the Parthenon, the fucking uh, whatever, the Acropoli. There's so many good places you can go to. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and for me, Tony, if the restaurant's owned by Greeks, I know it's good. Yeah. If I go to a Greek restaurant, I ask for the owner first. Ask mm-hmm. anybody. If a Kinezo or somebody comes out, I'm not being racist. I go, yeah, are you yeah, Greek? Yeah. Oh, okay. See you later, Malaka. Right, right, right. Exactly. My friend goes, why'd you do that? I go, would you go to a Korean or Chinese restaurant owned by Greeks? Now, that's a loaded question. You probably would because the Greeks would do it better. I'm telling you. Yeah, There's a yeah. place in Ottawa called Charlie Chan's, and it's owned by a Greek guy, and he yeah. looks like he's Asian. Yeah. And I'm not saying it in a bad way. I would, if I go to a restaurant, Tony, I want the owners to be the nationality yeah, of the 100%. fucking restaurant I'm eating in. Yeah, 100%, for sure. But, there, but there's so many great places to eat at. Even mm-hmm. in LA, I go to, one of my favorites here is the Great Greek. I go to the Great Greek on Ventura. If you ever come, I'll take you. The only <laughs> saw and Anna, they're awesome. And they even put my picture up on the wall, which is hilarious. And, and, and Village Grek, my friend sent me something today. And I wrote this about 20 years ago, and I said, your donor gives me a boner. <laughs> it's, at, it's on the wall at the Village Grec in Montreal <clears throat> and at Akaba. But for a sit-down meal, Jardin de Panos in Montreal okay. is amazing. But then there's the Zacharoplastia. There's yeah. the there's the Lukumadas places like Mr. Puffs that comes up. Uh, Toronto had so many. I mean, you know, the, they've always there's too many to pick from. There's there's too many many to pick. And, and they've Either. all been good to me. I'll make it easier for you. I'll make the question easier for you. What is your favorite Greek meal and your favorite Greek pastry? Well, a favorite Greek meal, hands down, is yamista. Okay. Yamista. I love that. This is is my meal. I'll give it to you in a meal, okay? Yeah. Avgo lemon soup. Yeah. Um, Sparakopita app. Yamista, preferably in the stone oven. Red pepper, yes, and domates. With the thing. Feta, Elias, and then to top it off, okay, Agalaktaburiko, nice and hot. There's my meal for you, Tony. That's that's my ultimate Greek meal. I I think I just got hungry thinking about it. And and, and I love it. That's why, and you know who makes good yemista is Greek islands in Chicago. Okay. I haven't been to Chicago yet, so I'll check it out. So if you go to Chicago, check out the Greek islands because – you know, they're yummy stock. I went in there. And you know, there's another place in Minneapolis. Greek and me, I think it was called. In Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I had Ika Kavala for Greek food. And I went there. And I went at daytime. And they had yummy stock. And let me tell you, delicious. But the 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 thin-shaved zucchini. See, you got me all excited now. Thin-shaved zucchini chips with a real good... Uh, tzatziki, kokari in uh, San Francisco. I had yeah. it. It like melts in your mouth. Milos, which is they're they're in New York and they're in Montreal, they're in London and they're in, in Las Vegas. And we went to a new place in Vegas just two weeks ago, and it's called Elia, E L I A. Okay. It's on West Sahara Drive. I'm giving him a shout out. The guy's yeah, name is Alexandros. West Sahara Drive. I was doing. I was headlining in Vegas just two weeks ago, and 
uh, I went to this place, Elia, because this guy, George and his Katarina, they're from Drama and Kavala. They came to my show. And then I didn't, it was put up on a farm, the Pasiki. And we went to Elia, and it was excellent. I got a Greek burger, Tony, and it was bifteki, thick bifteki, on like the Greek bun with domata, kramidi, a nice piece of Dodoni's feta, a little mm. bit of lardi and rigani with the fresh cut patates. How I didn't make love to that in my plate, Anastasiostik Sadi. This is becoming a food show now. I love it. Food. <laughs> food. And then I just got back yesterday from Salt Lake City. I was doing shows at Wise Guys Salt Lake. There's a burger place called Crown Burgers. Okay. The uh, uh, Crown Burgers. Possibly better. Crown or Royal Crown? Crown Burgers. Burger Crown. Owned by Greeks. Oh, my God. What a delicious freaking burger, man. Unbelievable. And, and, you know, there's a lot of Greeks in Salt Lake City. They have three churches. Yeah, yeah. I remember visiting before. right before the pandemic. Yeah, but and, and, you know, it's crazy. And they have the Crown Burgers, which were – and the guy goes, you know, the guy goes, we Greeks own You know, Greeks own this. I go, of course they do. Who do you think makes the best burgers in the world? Greeks. Yeah. yeah. Who else going to get better? And I know I'm sounding arrogant about this, but it's the truth. My dad had Steerburger – you go somewhere, same thing with burger joints. Those mom-and-pop Greek burger joints, you can't beat them. In Toronto, there's a place called Square Boy. Next time you go to Toronto, you got to go there. Square Boy has the best burgers, but the secret weapon, Tony? Chicken souvlaki on a bun. Marinated cubes of chicken breast, marinated for two days. Rigani, lavi, uh, lemoni on a bun. Copanato with tzatziki, domata karamidi, wrap it, parto cashto diallo. Unbelievable, man. man. Chips and gravy. And I, I, Square Boy, they've tried open places around it. It doesn't work, man, because Square Boy burgers fucking rock. And, and they have the chicken souvlaki on a bun. So I, as you can see, I can't lose weight because I'm Greek. And wherever I go, Mekalane, you got to come over here. You got to go over there. So. I'm, I'm, I'm starving. I made you I'm, I'm starving. <laughs> I'll, I'll make this quick. I only got a couple of questions because I'm gonna go eat now. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you, you said that you've you do you do perform in Greece or no? I have. Yes, I I, I did. Do, sure, I did the original special five years ago, and then two years ago I toured with uh, Yorgos Hadzipavlo. We did uh, Thessaloniki, Heraklion, Patra, and Athens. My question is, do the jokes translate in Greece? They do. I was worried about it. They do. So I told the Greeks, hey, I speak Greek the way you guys speak English. So before you start making fun of me, my lackeys, they were going to play this, and they, they were great. Okay. We sold out the tour. I got a bigger fan base in Greece than I realized I had. And it was wonderful. They loved it. And you know the Greeks are speaking Greek now. The new generations are speaking more English. Yeah, no, they make, they think, start speaking a mix now. They 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 speak Greenglish in Greece. Yes, but I think what they appreciate, Tony, is they all have relatives from uh, outside of Greece. Yeah. So I'm bringing them the perspective as a a Greek in the diaspora, like you and me, from outside, and sure. I think they appreciate that point of view. That's why I think it's working in Greece. <laughs> awesome. How often do you get to go back for just vacation? Well, three years ago, I went for, that was vacation, well, vacation reunion. That was the yeah. last time I went. The last few years, I've been going to Greece a lot. Okay. Now, I was supposed to go last year with Pavlo. I'm, I'm filming my next, so I'll break it here on your show. 
I was filming my next comedy special in Santorini. Okay. Special stage with my friend Pablo Simtikidis. Check him out, pavlo.net, one of the best guitarists in the world. Pavlo.net, he does guitar bouzouki, flamenco bouzouki mix. He had a special on PBS. The guy is one of my best friends, and the guy is fucking brilliant. I, I, I listen to his music, you know, and uh, that's my brother-in-law. And this, this is already shot, the Santa anyone? No, we were going last year. Okay? Got it. Okay, got it. So we were supposed to go in June. Then we were going to go August, September. So Pablo shooting, he did live in Castoria. That's the one that was on PBS. And then we were going back. So he goes, come and open the show for me. And we're going to film yours also in Santorini. And that's a dream for me. So I want to do it. Angelo with Santorini, the Caldera and everything there. Yeah. So that we've tried twice now, keep our fingers crossed. We're thinking now we're we're going into April now, right? Yeah. They're hoping June. Debistevo. I'm hoping if we're lucky, uh Tony, maybe September, October we'll knock it out this year. Okay. I'm hoping if I'm uh if I'm in Greece, I'm coming to watch. You're gonna come and see it for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be in Santorini if we do it. Yeah. Okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Um anything else I got? I think I've covered everything I wanted to ask. If there's anything else that you want to share, I mean other than that, it's been a blast. I, I've really enjoyed being on your show. I apologize. I got diarrhea of the mouth today. You got me on a Monday here, and I just didn't shut up. No, it's but all good. I love either, it. Listen, I, I've learned one thing. You're either going to get guests that talk a lot like me, or you're going to get the ones that give you the, yep, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you got to pull the answers guys. out. You got to fish. pull so the I answers really out. Yaps a lot. But I just yeah. want to say, check out my uh, videos on YouTube. Uh, youtube.com slash Angelo Tsarukas. Mm-hmm. Follow uh, my name, Angelo Tsarukas, on all media or my website, funnygreek.com. And uh, tag me in all these things so I can I will. Put this I will. Up to my media oh. also. And, Actually, there uh, is one more question. I completely sure. forgot. Yeah. It's, it's two, but um, what would you tell someone that's just starting out in, in your field? Someone young who has the dreams that to do what you're doing? Take over the family business. Don't be stupid. (laughs) Take over the family. Okay, look. Entertainment business, you get a lot of rejections. Okay, there is. Yeah, Uh, for sure. All seriously, I'll say this. You got to really, 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 really love doing this. If you're looking for validation and acceptance from the beginning, this is not the business for you. You got to eat a lot of scutta and you got to keep doing it. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's not rewarding and mm-hmm. I'm not saying, but it takes a lot of hard work and dedication. So if somebody comes to me and says, I want to be a comic or an actor, I always say, say, say no to them four times. If they still want to do it, then do it. Yeah. So the only thing I can tell you, like any other job we do in the world, the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. There's no secret. So take that Greek work ethic that's been drilled into our fucking brains from four years old and apply to this. And that's what my father told me. He goes, Ama to tokanis kando kala. Like, he meant, if you're going to be a garagiozi or a comedian, be the best at it. Do be the best at it. Be the best malaka. Don't yeah. be an average malaka. Be the best malaka in the room. And that is in my heart. And that stuck with me. And I, I still do that every day, Tony. I still apply that every day. So right. I always tell people, I always tell people, you know what? The old man was right. That's what we got to do. And 
well said well said um Really quickly, one question about being Greek. Oh, actually, and then the one joke that stands out for me the most from watching okay. your content is the the circle with the wedding. Oh, like the Greek weddings. Times. You got three times. Why are they going around three times? Yeah, that yeah, one. Why? I, I pissed my pants. I pissed my pants on that one. You know, that joke, you, you know, the jokes that really resonate for people, I've noticed, is renting a car in Greece. Greek sayings translated was huge. Yeah. Okay. Greek weddings, the evil eye. Mm -hmm. These are just normal things for me. And I put them up and their response and not just from Greeks, uh, from everybody. They, they really love it because a lot of those things are superstitious. And, but the truth is we grew up with that mentality. So I think it's hilarious. Yeah. And then one last thing, what does being Greek mean to you? Cause I know you rep it a lot in your stage on stage. So what does it mean to you as short as you can say it? <laughs> Being Greek, it's who we are. Um, we have shortcomings like a lot of people, but at the end of the day, I think it's philotimo. That's mm -hmm. Greek for me. We stand up for what's right. We, st we, we stand up for honor. We stand up for our families. And, 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 and we don't take shit from anybody. That's the one thing I like about being Greek is that we're not disrespectful, Tony. But we don't take fucking shit from anybody. And, that, and and people know what I'm talking about when I say that. We don't take shit from anybody. And well that said. to me, and I pass it on to my kids. I go, don't be an asshole. Don't be disrespectful. But don't take shit from anybody either. Because it's like we're going on our 200th anniversary. And this is a great moment for us. And like I said, we have, we, you know, being Greeks, I didn't say we're perfect. And yeah, we like to... we. The proverbial Greek, we want to Greekicize. We're the biggest colonialists on the planet. You go, the way we, we do our food, because we're proud. Yeah. And I think we got to maintain that. And I and I and and now with the 200 years, they're going to put blue and white all over Boston, New York, Toronto. We're, we're, it's a 200th anniversary. So the thing is, be honest, be real, be true to yourself. Nice anthropos. Right. Be respectful yeah. and don't take fucking shit from anybody. That's being Greek for me. I love it. Well said. All right. Again, this everybody, this is Angelo Tsarukas. Um, you want to just tell everybody where we can find you? There it is. There it is. He's got the flag on. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying? Let's tell everybody how they can find you. Uh, social media, the website again. Just really hot Greek girls, really hot Greek girls. DM me at no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you just feel lonely or you're tired of marriage, bottom at the left, I'm here. No, look, all kidding aside, uh, funnygreek.com, sarukas.com. Uh, go to YouTube, youtube.com slash Angelo Tsarukas, Instagram, Angelo Tsarukas, LinkedIn, Angelo Tsarukas, uh, Facebook, Angelo Tsarukas, funny Greek. Um, all that uh, tag words, Yiro, Suvlaki, Tzatziki, you'll find me. Perfect. I love it. Uh, Angel, this was this was a blast. I had a ton of fun doing this. I had fun too, Tony. It was fun. And, uh, yeah, it was. Thank you again for coming on. And um, next time I'm in LA, let's go eat some Greek food. Buddy, hold me to it, right? I will. You get to LA, you call, you call you on my digits now. Call me yep. above New Mexico. Perfect. 100%. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you, Angelo. And thank hey, you, everybody, Tony, listening to Grease Chats. And we'll talk to you again on the next episode. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. Nasakala. See you, buddy. Nasakala.
Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Grease Chats. If you enjoyed it, learned something new, or were inspired, please share with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe for more episodes. Talk to you again soon.